I mean, we saw quite a few close-ups of your thumb as the game progressed from the, the broadcast and um, it, it looked like it was swelling somewhat painfully. How did it feel out there for you? And what was it like for you guys collectively to sort of gut through this one? Yeah, I, I guess I'll get this out of the way first. My, my thumb is fine. It, it, it was, and I'm not going to use it as an excuse for anything that went, didn't go my way today on any throw or anything. My thumb is fine. It's coming along. It's, it's, it's not a hundred percent because it had surgery 10 days ago or 12 days ago, whatever, but it's, it's in a good place. And, um, I'm very capable with what I got going on right now, but, um, yeah, from, from that. Yeah. I, I I'm very proud of it. And welcome back to another episode of Turn Your Head and <coughs> Victory! <coughs> Victor, uh, Victor, uh, victory! Uh, goff. Turn Your Head victory. and Goff. Your victory. preeminent podcast for all things Los Angeles Rams. Thank you, everyone, for joining us again. As always, I'm joined by my dad. Dad, how are you? Oh, I'm, I'm super duper. Excellent. Excellent. And you? Well, thank you for asking. I didn't think that you would. I'm doing okay. Oh. I've got I've got a lot of work going on, a lot of things happening. A very productive day today and yesterday. It's called son, it's called life. Life is happening. I just, you know what? I just bought my Mega Million and Powerball ticket, so life will probably change for me in the next 48 hours or so. Nice. We'll th- throw your dad a bone. Perhaps. Okay, right on. Perhaps. All right, let's get into let's, it. Let's let's get right into it. Uh, as you know, people that listen, we're, we're breaking format during the playoffs. So today's episode, we are going to be recapping the first wild card game that we had against the Seahawks later on this Woo-hoo. week. As we know more about injuries and, and have a chance to dig into some more stats, we will do our preview game against Green Bay. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, the fact that we're in the divisional round is awesome. It's that's pretty exciting stuff. It's pretty exciting stuff. So, Extremely. In terms of news, not really a whole lot of news going on right now. Uh, you know, everyone's still a buzz about the win against uh, the Seahawks. So we'll the dub. Pu- that's all. It's all about the dub, dude. Just the dub. That's, that's, that's the only news we need to know. That's right. This is no news is good news this time of year. So we're going to go straight into the game recap. If you're living under a rock, thank you for joining us. The Rams beat the division winner, Seattle Seahawks, 30 to 20. And you know what? Yes. It wasn't yes, even it was that sweet. close. It really wasn't close. No, you're right. It really wasn't. Uh, not at all. <clears throat> I mean, that was... Uh, that was that was a pretty thorough butt whooping that the Rams put on the Seahawks. That was a that was a defensive beatdown. Oh, I was... mean, um, that it was astonishing. Uh, now let me ask you: uh, mm-hmm. the end of last week when we were kind of going through and what we could expect, remember we said that's kind of what Donald said: well, "This is the team we wanted. This is the team we wanted." We kind of said, "Yeah, okay, be careful," but yeah, boy. They really proved that they wanted them, did they not? They my, came out with urgency plus. My whole point to that is just don't say it. You can think it. 
Just don't say it. We don't want any more bulletin board, bulletin board material for an opponent. Just keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Just if you want it, great. So we're going to run through these stats real quick. Uh, the Rams, first downs. The Rams, 16. Seattle, 11. Rushing. The Rams, 43 attempts, 164 yards, one touchdown. Stop right there. Yes. Stop right there. I know. Was that not, was that not tremendous? That number... 43 when's the last time we have seen that type of commitment to the run earlier this year when they were dominating opponents offensively yeah and i think when you go back again we said it last pat last time we spoke that new england game when we had the that 35 you know plus runs and only 25 passes i mean there was that big flip right there that was we were crying for that right we be- we believe that this team is a run first offense to put the defense in better positions to help you win games. That's this is you know that's oh. kind of what we get. So Seattle twenty five rushing attempts, one hundred and thirty six yards. A-, a nice bulk of those yards are actually from Russell Wilson doing some scrambles. Correct. Uh, Correct. Passing the Rams twelve for twenty five, one hundred and eighty four yards, one touchdown. Seattle eleven of twenty seven. 174 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. The Rams were... Stop right there. Yes. Zero interceptions. Well, zero turnovers. That's all I got to say. Well, we're not there yet, but zero turnovers. So that's big time. Uh, The Rams were sacked three times, while Seattle was sacked five times. Total yards for the game, the Rams 333, Seattle 278. Zero turnovers for the Rams, which is excellent. Oh, that was awesome. That's the first game all year. The the season, every game we've had a turnover. First time all season that we haven't had one, and look what happens. Well, you know, and Seattle turns the ball over twice. Now the key... I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. The key with those turnovers well, we said, is this. Well, just just remember this. What last podcast? What did we say? We said Seattle when they win the turnover battle in this uh, in this rivalry is seven and three. They're one and seven when they don't. But this is playoff football. It's all about execution. It's all about taking advantage. Yeah, that's so, right. But still, so I'm jumping ahead a little bit. But those turnovers cost oh. Seattle 14 points. Oh, was. I was loving it. I mean, the the Williams breaking on that ball, taking it to the house. Now, also the fumble led to a Robert Woods touchdown reception a couple plays later. So those Correct. turnovers were very costly turnovers for Seattle. Yep, right. That was a great Micah Micah Kaiser. He got he got on the field as a, in the special teams. Great punch out of the ball no, that was, on that uh, returner. Ebicon punched it out and Kaiser picked it up. Ebicon, that's right, and Kaiser recovered it. Yeah, wasn't that that was awesome? So here here's here's a nice little here's a nice little one. Penalties. We don't haven't talked about this in a while. The Rams penalized twice. Seattle nine times. It should have been ten. Uh, but that uh, twice, just think about the trend the last part of the season. I mean, they have cost us, they cost us some of those penalty scores, right? And possible game-changing victories, right? I would say so. Uh, in the last the last three or four weeks. So the fact that we went back very disciplined, very focused, that just tells me they were focused, zeroed in. You got, 
you got to be, you got to be focused. Uh, third down conversions. Neither team really did very well in third down. The Rams three of 15, Seattle two of 14, fourth down conversions. The Rams zero and two Seattle one and two time of possession, which is another thing that we talked about. The Rams won the possession battle 33 minutes, 39 seconds to Seattle's 26 minutes and 21 seconds. Now, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but, uh, but I think when you say third down conversion, 2 of 14, didn't they go into half being at an offer? They they right. hadn't had a third third down conversion. I mean, I thought these two came in that second half. Yeah, I think I think I think you're right. I believe I believe you are correct with that. All I know is it, I know that that was one of T, Pete Carroll's talking points coming out of the halftime. You know, the reporters talked about that when I was watching the uh, the show or the TV, and and it's like, wow, that was that was astonishing. It was a, it was awesome. I mean, they. I mean, it was it was kind of what we thought. We we when we were doing the preview, we looked at Seattle's defense and some of the rankings that they had. But then when you looked at the last half of the year. That defense, Seattle's defense, was playing much, much better. It was a completely different yeah. story the second half yeah. of the season. So their their first half was so poor that I mean, really caused some of their you know defensive rankings to fall. Um, so this was a this was a big time defensive game, big time defensive game. I thought On it was going to be. I ball. thought, my gosh, will it? Will anybody get to twenty? I thought, my gosh, it's going to end up like thirteen ten. I was close. My I, score prediction was close. I think I had it at twenty-seven to twenty. I was close. I believe you did. You I was, did. I was Good close. Job. Uh, well done. So you know, this is to be the first big. We're going to talk about some of the takeaways from the game. The first big takeaway is this was what we thought it was going to be. This was a D. This was classic. This was. 1980s football classic mm. yeah. controlling the clock hard hitting defense just locking the opponents up uh, and we got that on both sides i mean seattle's defense played really well i would say oh yeah yeah they did you know so this wasn't this this was both teams had dominant defensive plays um so the Rams defense showed up again. They sacked Russell Wilson five times again. More importantly, they stopped the outside of one play where he was able to scramble and hit Medcalf on, on that touchdown. They were able to contain his scrambles, but also be able to contain the wide receivers from, from making big plays outside of the one. So oh, that that was, team, on that yeah. scrambled on that scramble drill. Yeah. And that was, I mean, you have Metcalf basically with Troy reader and I think uh, young guarding and that's no match for those two linebackers, no doubt about it. And you know, Wilson finds it, but I think you, you kind of took away Russell's strength with that being able to create and letting his receivers do some more creative things off the ball on the scramble. The Rams did a good job taking that away. Uh, you know, Getting to Russell Wilson five times, constantly putting him under pressure is huge. Making tackles. I mean, the Rams played a really clean game on defense. Um, they had the one interception return for the touchdown, and that was, I mean. Oh. Because at the time, hey, we, I mean, before, at, the, be, at the time, I think it was, what, 6-3, to three, I believe, was the score? Something like that. But before you get off of that and we start talking, I just mm-hmm. want to. You know what? I was had a little takeaway off of that scramble drill and, and Metcalf touchdown because I think it caught Fuller. He didn't know what to do. If you go back and look at the film, he's kind of like in no man's land. He's going to the guy who's making the out on that side of it. Nobody sees 
Metcalf kind of go up the field. He kind of, it looks like he was kind of a little confused. And he probably should have taken off. What I got was on the sideline when they went over there and they, there was a pan shot and you just saw Ramsey coaching him up or talking with him. He's talking about that one particular play. I thought, man, I'm seeing a lot more leadership than I ever thought I would see out of Ramsey. I saw it when he talked to Goff last time in Seattle. Now I see him on the sidelines coaching up the, the rookie and kind of talking about that one play. I thought that was outstanding. That was you know, just I, my little takeaway. I, I think I think Jalen Ramsey's a lot like Dennis Rodman. Completely misunderstood. I, I could agree with that. I had a perception of him, but I'm telling you. You know, it, it I, has flipped the script because I, I I follow the guy on Twitter and I'm really just impressed how humble he really is when he started. He talked to glowingly a little, not glowingly, but he did have some kind words to say about Medcalf. Love playing against him. Can't wait to do it again. That I mean, you know, that was that's awesome stuff. I think that's there's only competing. one guy he doesn't like in the NFL, and that's uh, is it Golden Tate? <laughs> oh yeah, his. Uh, his uh, daughter's uh, uncle. <laughs> Bad blood, dude. Golden Tate's also from um, Middle Tennessee. So mm. they're in it from the Nashville area. So, so yeah, a little bit of a family thing you there. Know, talking about, about Jalen Ramsey's leadership, and I, I, I've seen the same things, I, I think overall the defense really coaches themselves too, specifically on the sidelines. They're all, they really do play as one unit and, and you know, we'll get into it a little bit later, but when you have some key injuries and people are able to step up and they're still coaching each other up there, it's, it's interesting to see because rarely do you see like a complete unit always engaged with each other on that stuff. Now the fuller thing, yes, I think he got caught up. He, he basically, he probably was the deep guy. Like, all right, you're the center fielder on this play. Russell Wilson scrambles. He sees Metcalf kind of breaking, but he's got two linebackers on him, you know, and then he makes a beeline for that receiver on the sidelines. He's trying to take that away. That's what he's seeing. That's, and that's why he broke his containment. But if he didn't, you know, maybe that play doesn't exist. Um, right. But, right. You know, reg regardless, I, I think it's really good. Now, now we're going to talk about, you know, a couple of the big plays that that defense made. I mean, that, that interception, that Williams had oh. what was it the, the first the first time uh, a wide receiver bubble screen has been intercepted all season long? It wasn't. I was, I, I was astounded. I thought, oh my gosh! And just but you, you know, and you saw it coming. You saw them setting it up. You saw the two wide oh. receivers there. And this was after Medcalf. It, now I think people were reading a little bit too much into it. I think Medcalf was on yeah. the sideline. I think Medcalf was really upset at himself because he had that ball. And John Johnson just smacked him and the ball came out. I don't think Metcalf oh. was upset with anybody else except himself that he let that ball go. So that's what I read into it. Like he, I think he really wants to win. He wants to do good. Um, but you can tell at that point, I say, like, Hey, we, we need, we need to get this guy going. We need to get tiger on the, on the map right now. And they, yeah. you know, they designed that play and Williams must've been licking his chops into thread. Two defensive players or two offensive players just to even get to that ball. He fumbled a little bit as he caught it because he knew it was coming to collect himself, sprint down the sideline. I mean, that was a massive turning point in the game. At that point, it was six to three. Uh, you know, Seattle had the ball. You don't know if they're going to make a drive, but also too, the Rams offensively were really still trying to figure out what they wanted to do because of the injury that happened earlier in the game at quarterback. 
with Wolfer getting hurt. So that was a huge shift. <clears throat> I mean, in addition Ginormous. to that, in addition to that, I think the coverage was superb all the way around. All the way, this defensive secondary did a great job on coverage. You know, I have it under defense as a special teams play. You know, Ebicom making that, you know, punching that ball out was pivotal because that game was still in the balance when that happened. It was, but to go back to Williams' interception, keep in mind what he had talked about uh, during, about that play when asked. He says that was all about preparation, about doing his film study, about knowing this situational football, knowing what to inspect in that anticipation. So again, I think it was just the extreme focus that the whole team showed, and that was just putting the exclamation point on it, how well they were prepared for what was going to happen. Yeah, so, you know, Hats off to the defense. There's a massive takeaway. They performed the way that they performed all season. Exclamation points on that one. Next big takeaway, we have the return of your guy, young man, Andrew Whitworth. Yes. Wow. And, you know, I knew Amazing. he was I knew he was back. I think it was in the first quarter on one of those drives. They, they ran the ball his side. I think it was the one where Cam Akers was kind of bottled up by a bunch of defenders. And he had, you know, the Rams offensive line been pushing him forward. The defense trying to push him backwards. And the Rams offensive line was able to push him for those extra couple yards. And Whitworth just, you know, after that play, just fired up, yelling and screaming. Like, that was it. Like, you knew that he was back in it. He was 100% healthy. And that was never a bad thing to have your starting left ta- left tackle playing, right? No, no, it was great. And and you had Bobby Evans stepping in. Uh, I was kind of surprised. I thought they might go to Noteboom, but they went to Evans. Glad to see that young man get some time. I thought that uh, was great. I really liked the play of Austin Corbett in the game as well. I thought that he played exceptionally well. Um and, and and same with Blythe. I thought those two guys did a, did a nice job in the run blocking as well. Again, coming, that middle core going through those gaps that that uh, you know those those A and B gaps right there. So I thought that was a good job by them. Yeah, and you know Cam Akers did it. The other the other key is this. You know I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of jump ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of weave back and forth a little bit. The Rams going into this game. One of the big takeaways is they definitely definitely had an offensive game plan with Wolford as their quarterback. And then yes. Wolford gets hurt in the second, the second drive of the game. And to me, I'm looking at McVeigh and he's like, Oh, Oh no. The game plans out the window. What, what I, I, I think McVeigh was like, Oh, Oh, this is the worst case scenario on, on all accounts. But he, but he handled it, man. But he, but he did. And, and how he did it, Again, we've talked about this. They were, they were, they ran running plays with intent. Yes, they didn't run running plays just to kind of like keep a linebacker on. They ran running plays with intent to gain yards and move the ball. And you can see when this team does that, and when they're locked into doing it, they're successful nine times out of ten, and they win more often than not. Specifically with this defense, so that that adjustment—if Wolford didn't get hurt—we're probably not seeing the same thing. Well, um, we might not, but you know what? Wolford had the team driving, right? He I certainly mean, they did. Were, they were driving he down did. there. Uh, there was he it was cer- he, he was certainly doing did. It. He it so. 
And you're right. So give it to the coaches, you know, for for coming up and, and being I, ballsy enough to to make the hard calls, to to make the adjustments. I mean, I've been on them all year long about not making in game adjustments, but that forced their hand. Hey guys, we got to do something. Knowing that Jared can't really throw a, a good deep ball because of that thumb. Um, so you know what? What else we're going to do? We're going to have to pound it, and they did. And you're right. I thought your word of intent—that's a great word to describe. Uh, from what I saw in the telly as well, intent. Good job. It's right. I mean, it, everything that you do has to be intentional, right? That's that's yep. that's what I yep. that's what I yep. teach my team. Everything that we do has to be intentional. What's the intent? Yep. Is it a, is it a win today, or are you intending to win this six months from now? But everything you do, intent has to be behind it. And they did. And Cam yep. Akers had a monster game. Monster game. I, I don't know how I many yards they, he had from scrimmage. I think it's 174, 175 yards from scrimmage or something ridiculous. But even at the end of the game, I think Cam got a little bit hurt towards the end of the game. I think he limped off a little bit. They went to Malcolm Brown. But even Malcolm yeah. Brown just, you know, he did the mop-up duty, but he was getting... By by that time, you had Seattle where you wanted him. You, you'd beaten him up enough where it was like, okay, now we're going to control tempo because true tempo control, true game control really starts to come into play second, you know, fourth quarter. And that's what the Rams yeah. were able to show and dictate. And I think that's one of the reasons why they're able to win the game. So yeah. the other big takeaway, you know, the return to Goff. You start the game with Wolford. You have your game plan with Wolford. Second drive, he gets hit. I mean, Twitter, there was Twitter was a little bit half and half. Some people were like, "That's a dirty, that's a that's a a, a pretty dirty hit." Others were like, "Hey, it man, was a penalty. It, and they it was definitely a penalty. The flag. It was He's definitely on the a penalty. You can't hit a def- yes. can't hit a defenseless player. So and so to me, but they should have recognized it and talked more about it because well, originally it know. was a flag and they waved it off. Yeah, and I was so, shocked because you know what was it? Do you think it was a dirty play? Do I, I, I think those plays are bang, bang. I don't think it was dirty from the standpoint of, because if it wasn't, he didn't really go for his head. He, you know, shoulder down like that. I mean, you know, I, that's a tough call. And I don't think it was, I don't think Jamal Adams has it in him to play in, in a dirty fashion. He's, I just think it was, yeah. He is an aggressive player for sure. Right. My, my initial thing, my initial reaction is like, Ah, was that dirty? He kind of led with his helmet, but hit with the shoulder. Ah, is it dirty? You know, I would kind of go back and forth because you kind of have to take you have to take yourself out of it. Like, well, I'm a Rams fan, so anything that happens to my right. team that I don't like, right. dirty or that's a that's a penalty. So no. you know, you kind of have to take that deep breath. I don't think it was a dirty play. I think it was an unfortunate play. I definitely think that was yes. a penalty. Walford, yes, Walford should have slid feet first, and he's protected. I get that. I get that. But he was also on the ground. His butt cheek was on the ground. So yeah, that's and that's what I mean. I don't that, know why that, they. Yeah, they I don't know why they up. picked. I don't know why they picked that up. But you know, they did. Yeah, they did. But again, you have this game plan, and you know, looking at everyone on the side, specifically McVay. McVay was. I. I mean, just reading the guy's eyes, he was yeah. more or less. Oh shit! What do I do now? This was not in the yeah, cards. Yeah. I don't think McVeigh ever be, intended for Goff before, to be in that game. Bortles probably just wasn't even ready. Well, Bortles wasn't wasn't there. They only had I, two I know. guys. He would, and that could have been it. a disaster. So I, I I think Goff played because I don't think McVeigh had confidence if something happened to Walford, if Bortles can even do anything. So I I think by well, by 
I, I think just because he had Bortles to, that's wasn't why active. Goff. Yeah, but it was all it was only the two quarterbacks I, that I, were active. I understand that. I understand that. But what okay. I'm saying is I don't I don't think he believed that even Bortles could do anything in the game, which is why Goff was even there. But I agree with you. It could have been a big time disaster if Goff had gotten hurt and then you got Johnny Hecker throwing the ball. Yeah, well, would we be throwing? We might have 54. I, you know what? End of the day, that defense stepped up. It was huge. They, they, it was huge. They were, you know, say, we got this, guys. But Leonard Floyd, to me, was, like, amazing. He was what a, a play. His length, his long arm, that one where he's oh. kind of, you know, Russell's trying to get out and he jumps. I mean, that, that was picture perfect. It, that was... I, I loved going back and watching the game again just to watch the defense. You know, it, it was it was almost similar to a few weeks ago when Jamal Adams came back around and got yes. uh, Daryl Henderson. You stopped that touchdown. I mean, in a way, it was really similar. I mean, Floyd just showed all of his athleticism, all of his ability on that one play, just looping all the way around and getting to Russell Wilson. It was huge. Um, Two but, sacks. You know, oh my I, gosh, I, I want to talk a little bit more about Jared Goff. Because okay. we've we've been giving this guy a bunch of crap for since we've been doing for a long this time. podcast. Okay, <laughs> a long time. But I'm going to say I'm I'm going to say this. Did he have the best game statistics? No, absolutely not. No, no, no way. But you know what? He took sacks when he needed to take sacks. He didn't make you know wild man throws out there. He played within himself. He showed in my mind. I didn't think. I didn't think he had I didn't, it in you. I didn't think he had this. He showed me this level of toughness I just didn't think he had. You saw the picture on the sidelines when they're showing his thumb, I think third quarter. Yep. I mean, his yep. right thumb was at least two times the size of his left thumb. So yep. being able to grip and throw the ball and lead the team, I mean, that that showed that showed some cojones. As small as his probably are, he showed them. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I give it up to the young man. I, I thought that his, his ability, just this toughness to go out there, you know what? That's what leaders do, right? They go out there. They lead by an example. Uh, maybe he's a, he's not the most outspoken leader. You know, he's more like a Eli Manning in that regard, I would say. <laughs> but uh, I gotta, I've got to respect him for going out there, doing what he did. And, and you know what? More importantly, taking care of the ball, knowing that, you know what? We can't turn it over. He, he made some bad throws. That one into the middle, I went, oh, crap, don't do that again. You know. You I, know. But here's the other thing, too, that I, I, know, I noticed. And, and, and I, we've talked about this for the past few weeks. We've talked about he he's in his own head. He can't yeah. get out of his head right now. He's making these mistakes. He's pressing. He can't do anything. He it's almost like the past few weeks, it's almost like watching a guy that he, we've talked about, you know, the Keanu Reeves line. He was in quicksand. He couldn't figure it out. He was just so yep. afraid. And the more he was trying to get out of it, the worse it was getting for the guy. But you know what I noticed yep. when he threw that touchdown pass to Robert Woods? There was a sense like I just look, and again, I'm a master of body language, Dad. You know this. You, yeah, I'm. Yes. You know this. It's genetic from my mom's side. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> I won't even tell you what's happening right now on, on my side of the screen. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I have to. I I think I'm funny, uh, <laughs> but it was the smile on his face. 
And the sense of relief that he had, that's the thing that I noticed right away. I was like, wait a minute. He's got something that I haven't seen in him in a long time. It's that overall, I did it. I came in and I did it. We got something done. And the game wasn't even over yet. But just, I I think that was the thing and that was the play. You know, I, I, again, we've been really critical of this guy. But to come in under those circumstances and perform the way that he did and lead that team and do what he needed to do to ensure a victory, huge. Absolutely yeah, ginormous. Huge. Just just ginormous, man. So I agree. You know, the other thing that we haven't talked about is this game came with some consequences. So as happy yeah, as we are sure as, as as you know that they won the game, you know, we've talked about Wolford. Injures his neck, goes to the hospital. You don't know what's gonna go on with this guy. It turns out it's a stinger, so you know, is okay. he gonna is he gonna be available this weekend? Nobody knows at this point in time. Cooper Cup. When I originally saw that, I'm like, oh man, that guy. That he blew out his knee. Yeah. Turns out yeah. it was uh, uh, brutitis. I believe they're calling it bursitis. Yeah, a little. Uh, yeah, a little water on it. Kind of uh, a contusion. I think is what they called it. Bo- yeah, it's bone. A bursi- bone contusion. Bursitis. So bursitis, which would be a little bit of the water, and then then you got Aaron Donald taking himself out of the game. I was kind of surprised. I said, wow, that didn't look. You know, like it was devastating. No, it. it I mean, it just. I. I think it was. It, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna use some physics. So, I know most of our audience understands physics. I'm gonna go. It, it, that's simple. That's simple pounds per square inch, right there. It, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't. It was just. I think everything kind of boiled up to being that, like, just acute enough on one particular yeah. spot that that's yeah. what ended up happening. Now, it, do you know an update on what the injury is outside of ribs? No, nobody's really said. It's just taking it day to day. I think they're keeping. It. I think he probably cracked one, maybe I, two. Yeah, I, I'm. When I saw that, I, I was thinking it, it, a cracked or broken rib, something like that. Maybe some cartilage or something like that. That that kind of. Yeah. it's very painful issue. to take deep. Very yes. painful to take deep breaths. I've had that happen. Uh, actually, it was in football, playing football. Got got knocked and had the the rib thing, and boy, it was tough to catch your breath anytime you did anything. So. Um, He'll he'll be there though Saturday. Yes, so. and we're gonna we're not talking about Saturday's game. Nope. We want we want to wait a couple of days, see how these injuries progress before we kind of look at it. Uh, but you know what? I mean, all those injuries were huge. I mean, you're starting quarterback for the game, so two weeks in a row, the the Rams backup quarterback wins him a game. Nice, uh, Cooper Cup, who's your sec. You mean from a receiver standpoint, your second well, most d- dangerous weapon go gets hurt. Well, let me ask. Let yes. me ask you though that cup that cup catch that he made on that underthrown oh. ball, that saved an interception. That was like the longest throw I think golf probably had in a while. But I mean that adjustment in flight, going and doing that, that was amazing you know, to set up our set up that score. That was that was awesome, dude. That 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 was. I'm t- no one is getting this ball but me. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And, and that—that's that's all right. that—that's all that was, and that was a—I ma- mean, that was a huge play. Extremely focused, you know. Going back, and and we just talked about the defense. You had mentioned early on about the defense just kind of self self coaching themselves, you know, just taking everything. I think one of the tweets or something that I was reading about how much fun they have playing together as a unit. Now we all know all teams just end up don't being the same later on, but sure, this unit 
in 2020 how much fun they're having and and how how much of respect there is i think donald just talking about floyd and his knowledge how much he loves to play football so i could only imagine what these conversations must be like because that's what i'm i mean floyd's just having a monster year when you think about it Oh yeah, I mean best best year of his entire career. I mean he was what yeah. a, a top ten draft pick and just yep. top ten ish. I don't remember exactly where he was, and he just didn't do anything with the well, Bears. Is he, you know, yeah, just the way they way they utilized him, perhaps. So you know, just being just being able to to go there, but also too with the, with the Donald injury, you know, the game's still in the balance at that point in time, and I think everyone's seeing what makes this defense truly great. It's not Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. No. Yes, they're two of the best players in in their respective positions in all the NFL. No, yes, but it's not always about them. And we've talked about that going into this season. If Donald's so good, it's the players around him that have to that have to step up when he's getting those step triple teams. And they did, and they did. Greg Morgan Gaines Fox. made a nice play. Morgan Fox has been. I mean, Morgan Fox has been making plays for this team for a couple years now. Um, yeah. Uh, what Sebastian about Sebastian? Day. What about sticking? I think it was either Hyde or Carson in the hole by number 45, double O. Huge. The way that was an awesome stick to prevent that first down. It was, I mean, that was incredible, dude. That was a great stick. And and these are guys, I mean, and so when you look at it, yeah, we, I hope that Donald plays and I hope Donald's healthy because your chances against the Packers are much better with him there than not Mm -hmm. there. But again, I mean, let's just give it up. I mean, from this, it's just going to lead to the standout players. The first standout player that I had is every single defensive player that stepped on the field. Every single one of them made a play that impacted the game in a positive way. I cannot yeah. think of a defensive player that did that took the field that did not make some level of impact. So. Standout players, the entire defensive unit, everyone that stepped on yeah. that field. Yeah. I think the O line, you know, to to having Whitworth come back and establishing that that kind of move forward mentality, like we're 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 tough guys and we're going to move this forward. Huge. Cam Akers making the most of every single carry that he had, every opportunity he had was and the a way that Whitworth one. talks and the way that Whitworth talks about him. Uh, was also very impressive about how this young man wants to, you know, he he calls him something special. So it must be something in either the interview process that the Rams saw, but it's something in him that's making him special. Even Whitworth is says this guy's got a, he's a special dude, you know. So his knowledge and his understanding of the game, perhaps. I can't wait so. to dig up our the uh, the episode we did after the draft. I can't wait. <laughs> Because one of us believed uh, okay. in him, and the other one didn't. Yeah. Okay. Just saying. And then you know the other standout player, uh, uh, Jared Goff, to me stood out. Yeah. For he all did. those men, for all those reasons we talked about before, I'm not going to rehash any of them. I, I I thought, I mean, I mean the guy's maligned all year long. He's getting hit. He's getting heat all over the place. And he, to, I mean, just just a play. Forget yeah. winning the game. Yeah. Forget the stats. Just a play. That was pretty macho yeah. of the guy. So yeah, there you go. Any any other standout players for you, Dad? <laughs> any other standout? Oh, oh. Um, 
I, 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 I've got to say, I think that you hit everybody. I mean, I can't think of anybody else who we forgot when it comes to the defense. Offensive, I thought the guys, again, I thought Corbett did well. I thought Blythe did well. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to stick with you. I, I'm just going to ask you a real quick question. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they've listed, at least I'm looking at Twitter right now. And I do see that there are the, the participations today. If you really want to know, I'm going to get an update of, of who's participated fully or not in practice. Sure, I mean, sure. That, that's that, but I mean, Aaron Donald never f- fully participates. Cup almost never. Fall- yeah. I mean, so I, I'm yeah. not expecting. He did not. Um, they got rib. They got Dave Edwards. Uh, Edwards ankle did not participate. Jared Goff, right thumb, full participation. Uh, there you go. A little interesting. Sneak on who's going to court it? Yep. Cooper Cup knee did not participate. Terrell Lewis ankle did not participate. They need uh, him. Webster, Webster hamstring, uh, limited participation. Andrew Whitworth knee limited. That figured. And John Wolford was uh, a, a neck. Do not participate. Yeah, I so don't. So there you go. Yeah. But the surprise is listing golf as. That's why I wanted to read it was. And it just tweeted out by uh, McVeigh was uh, he's uh, a full participation. So it's huge. Yeah. Massive. So who gets the coveted Jared Goff Golden Spike Award? <sighs> this is a hard Man, one. You, it is because I'm thinking you give it to the team. You give it to Goff for sticking it out. You give it to the defense. I mean, can you can you share that? Um, wow, that's a tough one. You know who I'm going to give Don't it know, to? dude. I, I, yeah, who? Us. Here's why. <laughs> we were the only ones that believed. Huh? How many of the other pundits out there got it right? Zero. That's true. Zero. Zero. That's true. Point. How many of those other pundits, when we talked about our keys to the game, the Rams executed on every single one of them? That's right. We started off with win the turnover battle. Checkmark. They did. In all seriousness, this is a, I don't know. Uh, Man, I mean, it's like, part of me wants to give it to Goff just because of, you know, just, just doing what he did. Was I mean really impressive? I was like, man, this is that's kind of cool. And the other part of me yeah. wants to give it to the entire defensive unit because that was I, I that mean, was it. That yeah. was I, that, I'm gonna that go. Was de- sick. I'm gonna go. That was gonna go defensive unit. But then how can you take away what Cam Akers and that offensive line did in that run game? I mean, that's what makes it so difficult. So I think you got to give it to both sides of the ball. All right. So what we're saying is this: because of the completeness of this win, and because of how many yeah. p- how many individuals truly stepped up, how many game changing plays were made on both sides of the ball throughout the game, we have no choice but to say there is not one or two individuals that get the Jared Goff Golden Spike Award. We are awarding it to the entire team. Are we including special teams? We have to include. include you better spe- believe you have to. Including that special teams. I, I would. I would say this. I'm putting on my wall one team, one goal. That's it. It's all about oneness. Yes. Okay, Buddha. No, I'm <laughs> one team, one goal. Oneness. You, you need to finish it. Oneness. Mm. Mm. 
<laughs> you do it to yourself, Dad. I'm just here to take. I'm just here to take advantage. Well, you know how often I use these little these little slogans. And Unfortunately, in my I feel meetings? that you use them at least daily. Oh, I do. I I figured as much. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, I've got a ton of them, dude. Well, our our twenty five minute show is now up to about to forty minutes. Oh crap! <laughs> I mean, oh man! Oh no! So oh, no. with with that being said, we're going to record later on in this week. We are going to preview the Green Bay game. I'm excited to look at Ooh. that one. I'm excited to come up with with critical keys to the game. Uh, that's going to be a fun one. I've got some I've yeah. got some initial thoughts already, and I'm going to take some plays away from this game as big no nos for the next one. Okay, so, right on. Uh, with that being said, thank you everyone for listening. Go check us out at TurnYourHeadAndGolf.com, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all that good stuff. Love to hear from you. If you got any questions, if you want to know, you know, express your keys to the game, let us know. We'll give you a forum. There because, you go. Because, I love it. Because we respect our fans. There you go. Very good. With that being said, we will talk to you later in the week. All right. Victory. Victory.